everybody, I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report direct message and today is June 28th, 2021 and I'm feeling good today. I celebrated my 45th birthday on Saturday. That's right, 45 years young people. Uh, we had a big party here, about 100 people in Los Angeles, no masks, drinking, eating, more drinking, more eating and a lot more drinking, maybe some other stuff. It was a great weekend. I just really, I just had a great weekend and I hope you had a great weekend too. And I'm feeling just very appreciative about life and the world and the state of things. And so I just wanted to start this show with a thank you to you guys, uh, to any of you that view this show, that listen to this show, that support me in any way. Of course, a special shout out to any of you guys uh, that support and are members of rubenreport.locals.com. That's, that's sort of the core base of people that allow me to do the things that I wanna do in life and, and build the things that I wanna build, whether it's this show or Locals or just a, a good, decent life that I can celebrate. And, uh, and I'm feeling just, but that's just a heartfelt thank you to you guys. And I, uh, I realized this weekend as I had friends and family around and I had a lot, of, a lot of people that you guys would know from the show, but also family and cousins and nieces and nephews and old friends and new friends and all kinds of stuff that really at 45, at this moment at 45, knock on, well, my desk's not wood, but I got a marble desk here, knock on marble. Um, I'm feeling pretty good about about life. Like I get we're in the midst of this odd revolution and things are weird on the outside in many ways. But but personally, in terms of the work that I do and the life that I have at the moment and, and physically and mentally, like I feel, I feel clear and good. And uh, and I hope that I'm able to, you know, transmit a little of that a little of that to you guys. So uh, one thing that I wanted to do just real quick before we start the show today is uh, we gave away t-shirts at the show. We had, uh, we, as I said, we had about 100 people here. We ordered about 125 shirts or so. So we've got about 20 shirts left over. So what I wanna do is, if you want the official Dave Rubin birthday shirt, yes, I love Dave Rubin. People put them on at the end if you want the official shirt, we've got about 20 of them left. So the next 20 people that sign up for an annual membership, only if you sign up for annual, and this is for new signups only, not if you're a member currently, sorry, otherwise things get very complicated. If you are a new member and you sign up right now, the first 20 people that do that will get the remaining shirts. All you gotta do is sign up at rubenreport.locals.com for an annual membership and then, uh, forward that sign up email that you'll get once you sign up. Just forward that to support at locals.com with your shipping address. Real quick, sign up annually. You'll get the email from us saying you're, you signed up. You just forward that to support at locals.com with your shipping address and you will get the official I love Dave Rubin shirt. There's only about 125 of them. I think exactly 125 of them uh, in circulation and you will have one. Oh, and by the way, because of our interview with President Trump on Friday, we had the biggest three-day growth in the community that we've ever had. Those of you, of course, who watched the show on YouTube on Friday noted we had to edit out 22 seconds, three different little snippets, 22 seconds total of things that the president said that we were told by our YouTube contact that if you air this, we don't know what's gonna happen. Now, I can't just risk my channel being blown up, 
So we put sound bars over it on YouTube. We did put the full thing on Locals. I have been preparing for this censorship nonsense forever. That's why I started the company. And because of that, we had literally our biggest three-day growth since since I started Locals, basically since we launched the community. Obviously, right at the beginning, it was a massive jump. Um, so welcome to all the new community members. And just one other thing on, on the Trump interview, and then we'll get to the show. Uh, is that I, I just gotta tell you, I freaking loved interviewing that guy. We're, we're gonna work on doing something in person, but more than anything else, I really did, you know, I always tell you guys, I, I'm very active in the locals community in terms of responding to people and reading comments and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, but, you know, I can't be in YouTube comments really, like it's just too messy and it's just too time consuming, like I just don't have the time beyond anything else. But I really wanted to sort of like, just take a temperature of what people thought because it's been a while since people heard from Trump. The comments were unbelievable. I mean, you know, I think a lot of you thought that I asked him the right questions and, and humanized him in the right way and that he was funny and refreshing. But more than anything else, people were like, boy, the level of honesty that he puts out there is so in contrast to what we're bludgeoned with, with Biden and Psaki and everything else. Not to say Trump is the endless truth teller of all time. And he even kind of hinted that at one point. He's like, we're politicians, like it is what it is. But I think his, his basic message in that interview of if you believe in America and you don't want open borders and you don't want critical race theory in the schools and you want some semblance of this thing that we, we've all grown to love for so many years, uh, then, then we're in a lot of trouble right now. So he did a rally this weekend and uh, hopefully just, it, it, we don't have to make it about Trump, but the idea of someone that will fight for good, decent people and, and inspire people to stand up for themselves. That's what we need more of. And I think partly, maybe that's why you guys support me here. And as I said, I'm just, I'm just feeling appreciative and truly you person watching this on YouTube at this moment, I, I thank you and I double thank the people watching this on Locals. Uh, where we do have live streaming, by the way, and I've been talking to my guys, I think I wanna start doing post-game shows. Not every day, but every now and again, after we do a show, a little live stream, maybe just me on the camera, just talking about what went right on the show, what went wrong, did we make any mistakes, do we have to correct anything? I don't mind correcting myself, you know, anything's possible. All right, guys, let's get to it. We got three stories today. First off, the WHO, you know those guys who say one thing, next week say another thing, next week say another thing, next week say another thing, and nothing, and nothing, nothing. They got an update on masks. We'll get to that in just a sec. Then Al Gore, you may remember this uh, charlatan. He was the vice president under uh, Bill Clinton, big environmental guy, even though he has a huge house in Tennessee that uh, they've done stories on, like he racks up these crazy elect electric bills. He flies all over the world in a private jet, but he's always you know, telling you what to do with your life. Well, now he's like, talk about Trump. This guy is now as fake tanned as Trump and talking about how evil Trump is and all evil Trump supporters are. Uh, so we're gonna talk about that. And then just talking about ridiculous people, this, this stelter potato guy over on CNN, and uh, he's been watching Fox News for all of the bad things that they're doing on Fox News, especially on that scary Sean Hannity show. And uh, he, he basically laid it out on his ridiculously named show, Reliable Sources, which of course, as you know, should be called Unreliable Sources. He laid it out yesterday. And basically everything he attacks Hannity for is true. And all of the things he says are false. It's like irony is dead, people. So we got a lot to talk about. Here we go. Let's start with this vaccination situation. Uh, we've got a quote here from the New York Post. As the highly contagious Delta variant of the coronavirus gained traction around the world, the World Health Organization urged vaccinated people to continue 
to wear masks and social distance, according to reports. Vaccine alone won't stop community transmission. Dr. Mariangela Simo, uh, the WHO's Assistant Director General for Access to Medicines and Health Products, said during a briefing in Geneva, according to CNBC. People need to continue to use masks consistently, be in ventilated spaces, hand hygiene, the physical distance, avoid crowding. This still continues to be extremely important, even if you're vaccinated, when you have a community transmission ongoing. Now, I'm gonna get to uh, an update on the specifics about what the vaccine does related to this variant in just a sec. But the reason I wanted to cover this story was because just in the last week or two, in most of the country, we're pretty much open, right? You can pretty much go where you wanna go. If you wanna wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't wanna wear a mask, don't wear a mask. If you wanna socially distance, socially distance. If you wanna stay locked, in a basement, in a dark room, and have someone feed you fish heads once a week, you could do that too. It's kind of, we're getting back to that choice thing, that you make decisions over your life thing. Um, but now the WHO is saying there's this Delta variant. Now I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I know exactly what's going on with the Delta variant, and I believe it probably exists, and I believe that we will find out more about it and figure out how to take precautions related to it. But at some point, and I would argue that point was probably about a year ago, if not more at this point, at some point, you gotta just go ahead and live your life and make those decisions right for yourself. And I don't know who, what kind of sane person would be sitting at their house, reading these articles, waiting for information from the WHO or the CDC or anything else, and then taking that information and deciding as if that's gospel and that's what they must do. The same people who told us not to wear masks and then wear masks, and then we read the Fauci emails where he told a friend who was going on vacation like a year ago that masks that you buy in stores don't really work. And we know, I mean, you all know this. I was on a plane coming back from Miami last week. The people that are, well, you have to wear a plane on the, uh, you have to wear a mask on the planes. And the people that have the masks on, you can see the masks are open at different ends. You got people with beards that are inconsistent and the, you know, it's got an opening here and a crack over here and a crevice over here and all that stuff. And, you know, it's like, I'm not saying ignore these people, but I'm saying you gotta at least take it with a grain of salt. But now let's get to some info on this. This is from Medical News Today. They said that the researchers found that antibodies from vaccinated individuals were not as effective as neutralizing the virus variant in a lab study. But despite this, they write that the vaccine's that neutralization potential is well established. So anyway, there's a little bit of conflicting information here. On one hand, they don't seem to have enough information as to whether the vaccines do anything related to this uh, Delta variant. And on the other hand, it seems like perhaps they do and that there's at least potential, right? Neutralization potential, that's the phrase that they used. So the question is, is this fear mongering at this point? Will we ever be able to move forward and look, I was, I was at the supermarket this weekend and it's 50-50 here, here in LA. And I get it, it's wacky LA, 50-50, wearing a mask, not wearing a mask, and people aren't just dropping dead. Oh, and if you wanna hear just a freaking amazing, like talk about like, you know when life comes together and you just get a sign from God that things are working in life. So I've told you guys, and people have asked me in the Q and A's about what music I listen to. This is a little sidebar from the story, but I think you'll see why I'm bringing it up. Uh, so I love, 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 
uh, Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons, the 60s music, and, and really, you know, Oh, What a Night, and, and Grease, and, you know, Who Loves Your Baby, like, just, I, I just love that stuff. Anyway, we were trying to get, Frankie's in his 80s, we were trying to get him to come to my house to, to sing. It turns out we don't live that far from each other. We have a couple couple strange connections, and uh, and it was going to be just a crazy amount of money. And he's he's in his 80s, as I said, and like, all right, that's fine. So it was going to be a ton of money, but we were we were just going to try to do it just to see if we could make it happen for a couple grand. Basically, it didn't work out. But then on Saturday, I go to pick up some grapefruit juice for the party, and Frankie Valley is at the supermarket thumping a watermelon, and I thought, that's all I needed. That's all I needed. I bring this all up because he was wearing a mask. And again, you can make a choice. I didn't judge him for it. He's of a certain age and all of that stuff. The point is, make some decisions in your life that work for you and I think everything will be okay. Uh, let's talk about Al Gore, who was the VP under Bill Clinton. He, of course, lost the uh, 2000 election to, was that the 2000 election? Yeah, the 2000 election to uh, George W. Bush. That was the Florida hanging Chad election where it went all the way up to the Supreme Court. Well, Al Gore, basically since he has been vice president, has done a bunch of business things, all sort of related to the environment, and most of them kind of fail, but he makes a lot of money on them. Uh, I'll get to some of that in just a sec, but just this weekend, he showed up uh, and he's trying to freak people out on Trump. And I will only color this to say, look at the tone of his skin. For a guy who doesn't like Trump very much, he's going with the Trump bronze. Take a look. I would say, please do the right thing. Acknowledge reality. Stop hurting this country. Stop undermining democracy. Honor the great and honorable traditions of the United States of America. This cannot go on the way it is. now. I will, I will point out, Pamela, that it's kind of a sideshow, uh, and people are turning off to it now. I really think they're beginning to. And Joe Biden's popularity continues to rise. Look at what he's done in controlling the pandemic. Look at what he's done in facilitating the incredible economic resurgence with a very strong climate plan, uh, w w going overseas and really bringing respect for the United States back up again after it sunk to a historic low during the previous uh, four years for reasons we all understand. Man, Al Gore, what a ridiculous charlatan. What a snake oil salesman that guy is. Uh, just to tell you one thing that Al Gore did after becoming vice president, Al Gore created a TV station called Current TV. Now, you've probably never heard of it, but basically he used all of his governmental connections to create this TV station. And, and the real value of a TV station, it was a progressive, really far left news network, right? I did one or two shows as a guest on, on the network, actually, way back when. I was I was a crazy lefty. It's all true. It's true, all of it. Um, anyway, he created this cable channel, and he used, basically, it's very difficult to get a cable channel, right? You can't just be like, call up Time Warner and be like, I want a TV channel. You got to have connections to do it. So he used all of his connections in government to get this left-wing network on cable. So, you know, it gets on Verizon and it gets on Time Warner or Spectrum or whatever it may be, whatever your local cable channel is. Anyway, the channel existed for a couple of years. It was an abject failure, ratings failure, lost a ton of money. And then what did Al Gore do? Al Gore then sold the channel, the worthless channel, 
for $500 million to the government of Qatar. He sold it to Al Jazeera, which is just the media wing of the government of Qatar. So, by the way, Qatar, can we confirm this? I believe it's the number two oil exporter on Earth. I think I'm right about that. We'll get the, we'll get the exact numbers on that in just a second. Um, Glenn Beck and the Blaze TV actually tried to buy current TV. Now, the thing is, what you're buying is not current TV, meaning the shows that are on current TV or any of the talent that's on current TV. You just want the access, right? You just want to be on the cable channels. And then you bring in all of your shows, you bring in all of your talent, all of your programming, et cetera, et cetera. So Al Gore decided instead of selling his failed channel to Glenn Beck, Okay, now obviously I love Glenn Beck. He doesn't have to sell it to Glenn Beck. He, he can do whatever he wants as a private person. But it, he decided to sell it and make $500 million by selling it to the number two oil exporter, Qatar. Okay, uh, I can't get total confirmation it's number two oil exporter, but we know that uh, we, they export a lot of oil and Al Gore doesn't like oil, right? It's a fossil fuel. He's got a whole issue with fossil fuels. So he's just the worst sort of charlatan that there is. He says a couple things in there that are crazy. So he's talking about Trump hurting democracy. Now again, these are the same people that for four years said that Trump was a Russian puppet and Hillary Clinton saying the election was illegitimate and 24 hours a day for four years every day trying to destroy Trump. That's what they were doing. Okay, fine, Trump's undermining. He's hurting democracy, he's undermining democracy. People are turning, turning off. I don't know, an awful lot of people watched our interview, although YouTube obviously uh, suppressed it because it only has a couple hundred thousand views. The po audio podcast did really well. They have trouble uh, suppressing audio podcasts more. Um, a little more information on Qatar, thanks. Uh, they have the world's third largest proven natural gas reserve and it's and is the second largest exporter of natural gas. I would like to know more on the fossil fuel side, but they export a ton of stuff like, and either way, Qatar, they've got some human rights problems. I think you, I think you get the point, okay? Um, so he, he did, Al Gore actually did the producers. Did you ever see the play, the Broadway play, The Producers? They create a flop. They realize that creating a flop actually will make you more money than creating something successful. That's exactly what he did with, uh, with current TV. Uh, what else does he say there? Uh, he says Biden's popularity is on the rise. I, I have no idea what he's talking about, right? Like, what are you talking about? Actually, I don't know anyone that didn't like Biden before that likes him now. The people that didn't like him actually think he's more incompetent and has you know, sort of worse scrambled egg brains than they thought before. I think most people see that now. And I would say plenty of people uh, that did vote for him are kind of like, this ain't right. So that was another one. Then he said the economic resurgence, thanks to Joe Biden. Have, have you guys seen the economic resurgence? No, Connor? No, these guys haven't seen it. And they have jobs, okay? <laughs> uh, they haven't seen it. Um, and then, uh, oh, and then that the people overseas, this is the, the lefties always love this one. The people overseas like us more, the foreigners like us more, the Europeans like us more. Did you guys see the G7? Biden was wandering around, wander, no, you're not getting a bonus, nice try. I see what you did there. Uh, Biden was wandering around like an old man at an old age home, shuffling his feet, babbling on confused. There are moments where he's just completely freaking lost, but they, they like us more. Maybe you're right actually on that, Gore, because now they know we've got this you know, half-wit puppet up there that they can do whatever they want. So that's another one. And then of course, you know, we, you know, we've done more on climate. We've done more on climate. 
you know, okay, fine, we've done more on climate. Like, no, you know, he got us back into the Paris Climate Accords. The Paris Climate Accords, as we've talked about, were a non-binding agreement, but this is what lefties and progressives love. They love things that are just on a piece of paper. If you just do what I've done throughout the show, if you just scribble things down and you hand it to somebody, they love that. Oh, you said something nice and you put it on a piece of paper. It must be a thing. The Paris Climate Accords, which mostly put the onus on America to do things and pay into the system, had no mechanism to force any country to do anything, much less should, do we have any right uh, as Americans to tell China and India, you know, countries going through their industrial revolutions, do we have any right to tell them what to do? I thought we're supposed to stay out of people's business, you know? So anyway, Gore is just terrible. And, and, and the fake tan thing, the fake tan thing. Can we put the video back up for just like three, like can we get like five, here's five seconds about, look at this fake tan, man. I would say, please do the right thing, acknowledge reality. Stop hurting this country. Stop undermining them. Acknowledge reality. You're white and pasty, man. Accept it. All right, let's move on. Uh, this Brian Stelter guy, you know, you know my feelings on this, guys. 50-50 whether we have to talk about these people anymore or not. It's totally 50-50. I've discussed it with many people. Do we just start ignoring these ridiculous clowns who all the way, by the way, I know that they watch this show. Like, I know that plenty of producers at CNN and a bunch of the other uh, channels watch this show because I'm not stupid and I have insiders at a lot of these people and, and, and a lot of these places and a lot of the people that work for you guys don't like you guys because you're all frauds and liars. Well, Brian Stelter, he's got this show, Reliable Sources. It's, it should be Unreliable Sources. You know all that stuff. And all he does all day long is basically watch Fox News to try to figure out a way to, to take down Fox News. That's what cable news has reduced itself to. Um, so here's a video of Brian Stelter yesterday, ironically accusing Hannity, Fox, and the right-wing scary people of conspiracy conspiracies, and inflammatory language. Take a look. To understand why so many Republicans have abandoned democracy, to see why so many believe the big lie, to get why so many are trying to rewrite voting rules, you have to hear the poisonous propaganda that the GOP's activist base is listening to. You have to really hear it. It's coming more from Sean Hannity than from Trump right now. So that's what we did this week. We watched every episode of Sean Hannity's show, and we color-coded it. As you can see, we focus on his language, the insults and phrases that he repeats every night. Biden's a weak, frail, cognitive mess, Hannity says, yet the Democratic Party is portrayed as an existential threat. Hannity calls it the New Green Deal Socialist Party, and he labels some Dems extremists. He calls American cities hellholes. Sometimes he calls them Democratic-run hellholes. And he says the media is a mob full of, quote, stalkers. Don't get numb to this abusive language. Because it is through these insults, it is through these attacks that Hannity wields power. This dark, dire language is fundamentally authoritarian. Hannity is spouting poison. I literally just cracked up throughout that, even though I've seen it like 10 times this morning. First off, pretty much everything Hannity said is right. They are democratic hellholes, right? They are. Uh, everything, everything. He says, he says the Republicans, the base, they're trying to rewrite the voting rules. Well, of course, Stelter never explains to you what it is that these GOP bills are trying to do. Like, you know, have people use IDs to vote, as I talked about last week. I went mini golfing, and to actually get the small golf club, I had to show an ID, and they actually held it for us. Uh, these are not crazy things, but I love that Stelter had his people watch all of the show, and they had color coding. 
People are watching this and they are being, like that's the reverse of the truth. That man's job is to reverse the truth. So I guess it does make sense that his show, Reliable Sources, is named backwards and it should be Unreliable Sources. Like it's just absolutely extraordinary. And also the way he's seeding it, that it's somehow, it's somehow those right wingers who don't believe our nonsense that are being violent and Hannity's using inflammatory language to rile people up. And it's like, no man, it's your base burning down cities. It's your base looting and destroying windows. And yes, they are in democratic hell holes. It's not happening in Republican cities. So the question is, as always, and I'm, I'm as I said, I'm 50-50 on this and I would love more feedback. So maybe this will be the discussion of the day in, uh, in the locals community, is do we have to keep talking about those people to expose them? Like that man and Acosta, and that ridiculous LARPing lunatic, uh, Chris Cuomo, and everyone at CNN, they are actors pretending to be journalists. That's what they are. I'm not a journalist, I'm a guy who sits here, I tell you what I think. You can call me what you want, but I don't pretend I'm anything other than what I am, okay? I am what I am and that's all that I am. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man, there you go guys, okay? We're gonna have a little spinach after the show today. Uh, but the point is these people, they are lying to all of these people and then you wonder why people are insane. You wonder why Karens are screaming at people and people are angry and fighting with people and, and wearing masks until they're, till they're 90 and dead and it's just like, it's just like, get control of your life. That's my message. Dave Rubin at 45, get control of your life, find happiness, find friends, find good people, eat good food, do what you like doing, and don't listen to Brian Stelter. How much more do you need, people? Guys, reminder, my full episode with President Trump is up on YouTube, although we did have to do the sound bars on some parts, so if you wanna watch the full thing, rubinreport.locals.com. And then we did do something a little different uh, for the interview this week. I interviewed Christian Angermeyer, who uh, has a company called A Tie Life that just went to IPO. They're doing incredible stuff related to psychedelics and how they can help uh, depression, and he talks about life extension and robots and all kind of, it's really like a different take on politics. There's a, there's a political theme to it, I would say, but it's just a different type of show uh, than, than what I've done before. I think you'll really enjoy it. And, uh, and as I said, we now have live streaming uh, on local, so I'm gonna do a little more live streaming post-game shows, that kind of stuff over there, and uh, lots of good stuff happening. So anyway, I hope your Monday is going well. I hope you have a great week. Let's do it again tomorrow. See ya. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. And don't forget, you can watch my direct messages live on Blaze TV and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And of course, if you want to connect with me personally and get early access to my sit-down interviews, join rubinreport.locals.com.